the Buckeyes take on Notre Dame on the road, and I don't know if people know this or not, but our athletic director, Gene Smith, played for Notre Dame back in the day. Gene, how are you? Oh, good morning. How are you? Good. Hey, how special is this game coming up for you as an alumni of Notre Dame? And you're the, obviously, athletic director of Ohio State. Well, it's special uh, because we're playing at in South Bend, and I haven't been in the stadium uh, since I last coached there, so I'm looking forward to actually being in the stadium. Hey, uh, you played with Rudy, right? Yeah, I did. Did they get any part of that movie correct? Yeah, you know, they had to embellish some of it in order to make it, you know, intriguing for people from a movie perspective, but a lot of it was true, but, you know, some of it wasn't, uh, so they, they had to embellish it. Did he get a sack at the the final play? I don't recall that. But, you know. <laughs> and, and he did get carried <laughs> off the field? I don't recall that either. <laughs> <laughs> did you even know who he was at the time? Yeah, I did. Yeah, all of us knew who he was. Uh, of course, you know, he was, at, he was on the team. He was at practice. He did go to Holy Cross to get eligible and all that. So he was there, but... Um, you know, there were certain things in the movie. I mean, there were no captains. I shouldn't. I shouldn't bust people's bubbles. So let me leave that alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, yesterday you were in Washington D.C. to talk to uh, a committee, a small business on the nil rules. Just my opinion, Gene. I don't know how this current model can stay the way it is. And and players are getting paid. It is what it is. It's not 1990. The world has changed. But in your opinion, what do they have to do? Because something has to be done. Yeah, I think first and foremost, we have to keep in mind <clears throat> that uh, NIL is working uh, significantly well for a large majority of athletes. And, you know, we always talk about the negatives. I understand that. But there's a lot of positive going on with NIL, so we need to embrace it. Um, but we also need to, to recognize the challenges is what we were talking about. Uh, we do need some help. Uh, with the inconsistency across this country with state laws. And, you know, there's a lot of states that have different laws. And, and for us, we recruit. We don't draft. So uh, we need uh, a level playing field as best it can be created from a, a recruiting point of view. Secondly, um, you know, there's some, unfortunately, there's some unscrupulous characters that are putting a bad rap on agents. There's a lot of great agents out there, a lot of great brand managers, but there's some unscrupulous characters who are trying to take advantage of families and kids, and and, uh, and it's unfortunate. So we need help in that area, and, and the, the ability to help our enforcement staff at the NCAA, which is outstanding, uh, they just are limited in what they can do. And so, um, you know, there's a number of other things like um, uh, a national registry to bring transparency to the process so people can understand what the market really is. Uh, but, yeah, they, we, we need Congress's help. I, I've never been one that wanted the federal government to be in our space. but I'm with you. They can do it. <laughs> yeah. Gene Smith from Ohio State, the athletic director, joins us. What's the odds to, that they jump in and do something? And would you be part of a committee that helps them out to create different guidelines? I probably wouldn't be a part of the committee. Unless they asked me to, I would certainly serve. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's it's hard to project what the federal government's going to do. You know, they're great people. I had an opportunity uh, last week to take, spend two two days and meet with different ten different Congress people, and and obviously yesterday. But and they're all great people doing the best they can. But you know, it, it's a uh, it's a different world up there. 
Yeah, Gene, for your athletic department, a lot of people have tunnel vision and think, oh, football makes so much money. Why doesn't this school pay the athletes? And I don't think people realize that Ohio State has more sports, is just as many sports, female and male, than any school in the country, and that football revenue helps support the other sports. Have you seen a dip in athletic department revenue since the nil started? Not really. You know, we have some very passionate and supportive fans, but you know, our, our largest revenue is uh, represented in our ticket sales, represented in our television packets, represented in our you know, different areas of, of auxiliary revenue. And, and donations are a significant part of that. But um, our, our fans have been really strong, and I haven't seen a real dip in that. Is it a threat? Of course it is. Um, but right now, um, you know, we haven't seen a significant impact on it. You know, when you look back and, you know, a couple years ago from a fan's point of view, they saw Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC. Holy cow. And then the Big Ten comes in, USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon. Could you ever imagine 10 years ago in a world where you'd be uh, getting four teams, four schools like that in the Big Ten? It's, It's really amazing what you guys did. Yeah, you know, I was really shocked. Um, you know, um, I, I, once we started moving down, you know, expansion and ultimately with USC and UCLA, I, I actually thought we were done. And uh, uh, I was actually surprised when we got the call to, to get on a, a Zoom with our commissioner to talk about working in Washington. And I was pleasantly surprised with our, our television partner, Fox, stepping up to, to make that happen. So, I was shocked. I'm excited. I think it's going to create new traditions and great exposure for a lot of our programs. Does this change? Because I know a lot of Buckeye fans are worried about, hey, Ohio State and Michigan, because it's all going to be in one division. Do Is there talks of possibly moving the Michigan-Ohio State game where it isn't the final game? Because you kind of get 50-50 opinions on that one. Yeah, we had conversations, uh, obviously, when we talked about our scheduling format from the future. And uh, at this point in time, uh, it's going to stay at the end. Um, it, it's, it's contractual uh, with our television partners, so it's going to stay at the end until uh, that opportunity presents itself, I think it's six or seven years from now, to discuss it again. Uh, but at this point in time, it'll stay at the end. What is your per? You're you're going to retire. We should mention, so you're not going to be here. But what would be your personal opinion if you stayed on as AD? Would you want to keep it at the end? You know, I think it all depends on what's going on in the time frame. You know, the day, yes, I want to keep it at the end. But you know, as things evolve over time, we have to accept that change is inevitable. And so. Uh, we, we we have to kind of look at the landscape, see what's going on nationally, see the effects of the college football playoff. Um, you know, we, we've had um, X number of years now uh, to look at the, the four-team college football playoff. Now, what does the 12-team mean? And and so I think we have to, to pay attention to that. Does the you know, the championship game stay in place? I mean, there's there's a lot of parameters that – we need to recognize that could impact that. Nothing wrong with beating that team up north week four, week seven. No, as long as we beat them, I don't <laughs> care what we play them. I just think we have to, you know, be smart about it. Don't don't rush into it. Keep keep it on the table uh, for when the appropriate time is to discuss it and and look at the landscape and you know make changes if we have to. You know, I was uh, when I read that you were going to retire and you're going to retire, I believe June of next year. I was sorry to read that because I think you've really done a good job. And at Ohio State, you're always going to someone in your shoes or a head football coach, head basketball coach is always going to take some type of criticism. What were some of the 
Uh, good. We'll start with good. The positive, some of the positive things when you look back at your time here, and then some of the things like, oh boy, I I need a bourbon. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, a bourbon would be good. But uh, you know the. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'll go ahead and hit the, the challenges first. I mean, 2011 was really challenging around uh, uh, the NCA investigation and the ultimate um, dismissal of Jim Trestle. I hated that. Um, you know, uh, that was really hard for me. And, and most people don't know that, you know, we've lost student athletes to death. And, and that's something that's, you know, um, you know, even regardless of the NCA case, though, those things were really hard. Um, you know, actually, I walked in. Uh, when I came to Ohio State in my first year, there was a, a synchronized swimmer that passed away, and it was just painful. And, and I remember to this day uh, walking in her apartment and, and her, her mom and the whole nine yards. I remember that. And so those things stick with you. So uh, there's things that uh, were challenging that most people don't know about. Uh, the other thing that's that's uh, from a positive point of view, obviously winning championships is great and seeing our kids graduate is great. But, you know, I kind of love those moments when – I see student athletes and their light bulb comes on, <laughs> you know, whether it be, you know, they figure it out academically and they say, Oh, okay, I got to go. Um, they, they get all in or, or just really their, their behavior modification occurs and they realize, okay, I, I got to strengthen who I am. And so I see those things and along with our coaches and others. And so, those are great moments, and I, I can list a million names of, of young people where those light bulbs came on, and and they're doing well today. Hey, how is uh, the relationship with Urban? Is he can he come and go and talk to the team, and is everything all good since he left? Yeah, it's always been good with Urban. You know, he he did a great job here, and and um, uh, he and and, and uh, our coaching staff have a great relationship, and you know, he's he's living his retired life, unfortunately for him, and. And uh, he's obviously working with Fox. And so we really see more uh, when they come and do our games. But he comes and goes periodically and plays golf here in Columbus with a number of people. And so we see him every now and then. So what's your day? Final one for you, Gene Smith, and we appreciate the time. What's your day like in Notre Dame? Are you up in the booth? Do you get nervous and walk down the field towards the end? What's your game day like? Uh, we're going to go in Saturday. You know, I started that practice you know years ago. I just go in on game day now and – uh, with a number of people, and uh, we'll get there in time uh, to to go in with our team. And so I'll go in the stadium. Uh, we do have a Buckeye tailgate going on, so I'll see how that goes. If, if it's close to the stadium, I may walk over there. But uh, I pretty much will stay on the field and go up to the booth and, and watch the game. And you know, I just don't get nervous anymore. I get more analytical and and uh, <laughs> more than anything, and, and watching the game and, and uh, get excited like everybody else. But I, I'm kind of more from a, I got a different perspective, so I kind of watched it in a different way. Yeah, Gene, over the years you've been great to us, and hopefully we'll do it again before you retire. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and good luck to you. All right, thanks, Gene. Take care. Bye-bye.